Welcome everyone to series two of the Boss Bitches podcast with me, Debbie Lynn. I'm a model, boutique owner and diversity advocate. This series is called Undressing Fashion, where we uncover the truth of the lengths some people will go to for fame. Hello. Hi, Natalia. Thanks for joining us on the Boss Bitches podcast. Hi. Hi, yeah. We, we finally managed to tie each other down to um, a date and time. No, finally. It's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so good of you to join us. I've been looking forward to speaking to you for ages. Um, so, obviously, as you know, this is series two where we're sort of exploring everything that's happened with a certain um, charity group leader and also a certain fashion designer um who has been it was basically come out that he's a complete con artist so tell us all about your experience well um so uh, i can't mention names can i (laughs) no (laughs) so somebody um was advertising for a uh, makeup artist and a hairstylist for a fashion show um, in Chorley. This was obviously um, God, how, how long ago would it have been now? Over a year, over a year, would it have been two years ago now? Yeah, maybe year? about two years ago now. Yeah, yeah. So two years ago, um, I kept getting tagged, you know, in the pot. Yeah, for the makeup and hair. So then I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity for like networking and. You know, meeting new people and stuff. So I messaged uh, that individual, and um, I agreed to come and obviously do the hair and makeup, and it was going to be paid work. And in total, I think it was sixteen models. Yeah, I took one of my friends along with me, um, and we did the hair and makeup, which took obviously a few hours, and yeah. then. We thought that we were going to get paid um, that day. Well, this is what we were told. So was... did the fashion designer actually tell you you was going to get getting paid? Yeah, so he, he yeah. told me that I was going to get paid. And then at the end of the day, uh, well, he said it was from Chorley, Chorley, Chorley Borough Council that I'd be getting paid from. Well, me yeah. and my he was obviously doing the hair and makeup. And uh, when it got to the end of the day, he said, I'm really sorry, but um, the Borough Council's messing around. They've not sent the payment over. Um, he's trying his best to sort it. Anyway, um, a few days go by, still no payment. Obviously, messaged him. And this is when, obviously, this was the start of, obviously, re- well, kind of realising what he was about. Um, yeah, yeah. He... Um, because you kind of want to give someone the benefit of the doubt the first time, don't you? And then down the line, it kind of keeps happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I was obviously messaging and I said, come on, like, it's been like a week now, I think. And then it was like two weeks and still no payment. And then obviously I got really stressed with the person and I said, look, at the end of the day, I've done 16 mod- models, hair and makeup and um we've still not been paid and it ended up being dragged out for three whole months um, wow. of not getting paid off this person so um 
him and I said, look, like, you're taking the mick, basically. I want yeah. paying. Like, I did the work. We need paying for doing the work. So, all of a sudden, the money went in the account. And I think that's because of how, like, I was um, messaging Because you were so, yeah, yeah, chasing it up all the time, yeah. Yeah, I think he got a bit worried. So, he uh, transferred the money into my account. That was that. Um, anyway, we ended up falling out a little bit, you know, over obviously that situation. Yeah. And um, I think it was like a few weeks later, he messaged me and he said, I'm really sorry about that. Um, I really want to continue working with you, blah, blah, blah. So I said, um, I said, you know what, I'll give him a second chance. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was the Borough Council uh, messing it around. So anyway, we ended up like getting really close and um, he said, I want you to do more fashion shows. I want you to do hair and makeup. Like, I want you to be like the leader of it all um, and so on. So obviously we got close again forgot about all that situation because obviously he did pay me so I thought yeah maybe it was you know just obviously them um, yeah. um so we ended up getting really close and then I found myself like tech- he was taking up all my time like he was just constantly on the phone to me like my partner was like you're spending more time on the phone to him than you are me but- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, because obviously it was business related um, and there was like loads of different opportunities that he was telling me about and because I'm all, I'm like very business minded, I thought, well, you know, I I wanted to speak to him. I wanted to, you know, to see what other networking and other things. Yeah, of course, because he he tells you about all these amazing opportunities and, you know, what the potential is. Yeah. But yeah, it turns to be nothing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so um and I remember being sat at his house one day and there's one comment that he come out with, um, and I'll never forget it. And we were sat um in his mum's house in the kitchen and yeah. um, he was saying how much of um a salesman he was um and how much of a blagger he was. He and yeah. the comment that he said to me that stuck in my head, he said I could, I could literally take your phone off you and sell it back to you. And then I thought, hmm, a bit weird, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, like, the start of, like, when the crap started to show. Yeah. And anyway, I just thought, oh, he's probably just said it in jest. So we carried on our friendship. And it was just, like, I was just constantly on the phone to him and he was firing, like, business ideas at me and, oh, we should do this, we should do that. And then um, we got, he invited me to the Icon um, Awards, which was, uh, not was it last year, a year before? Last year, I think it was, it was February last year, wasn't it? Yeah, February last yeah. year. Um, so That's where we met, that's where we first met, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so that's where I obviously met you guys, but obviously before that, uh, I didn't obviously know you, so I went down. Um, two of uh, friends yeah. um, having such a good night and then we met obviously you, Kerry, Catherine and then we all formed like a friendship group and yeah. things be going really well and um, obviously we, we thought everything was fine at that time and then um, God, and then how did it, oh yeah and then after that when we got back from the London Fashion Week like it was just back to business like 
Um, right, so um, he rang me one day. Um, what what would what would make your work easier? Do you know to obviously do your work. Yeah. Um, like makeup and hair and stuff. And I said, well, I designed this jumper like I think it was like five years previous, and I had a drawing of it and everything. And uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'm still getting this jumper done off another designer now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, when I showed him my idea and what obviously I wanted to obviously create, he jumped on it straight away. He was like, oh my God, I can make that for you. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's, you know, it's, 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 nobody else has done it. And he said he wanted to work with me to obviously make this jumper. So obviously, yeah. we were friends at the time. I thought, you know what? Um, I'll get him to do it because obviously he was a seamstress and things. So yeah. I thought, yeah, maybe you can, you know, like pull it out of the bag. Um, so anyway, I was telling him how I wanted this jumper. And he was like, oh no, well, I can only do it this way. And uh, it's got to be a certain way. And he can only do this on it. But I wanted extra, you know, things adding on to the jumper. Yeah, you wanted it to be made completely bespokely. And he was sort of putting restrictions on it. So, yeah. Yeah, like basically telling me I can't have this part of that. And then, um, anyway, he makes me this um, sample of, obviously, the jumper. But he told me he needed £685 up front. Um, and then, obviously, he didn't want to make any money off me, he said. He didn't want to make no money. <laughs> but he said, um, it, for 25 metres of fabric, 50 PVC sheet, uh, sheets, um, I'd have to pay him £684. Um, so the total was five seventy plus twenty percent back. Um, but then obviously I didn't really click on um, what he was doing. And uh, I also asked him to design a glove for me. Um, that obviously I still never got that. And then um, he basically said if I give him this money, and then I sell say like the. Um, 10 hoodies and I sell them at 69.99 and then the 10 gloves at 29.99 and then he started going on about minus 35% so if I sell them for £45 for the hoodie and £19.50 for the gloves that's what I get back basically and yeah then, um, anyway that was that I didn't really think of you know like the figures yeah he's just throwing that. numbers at you and you're just like yeah yeah that sounds good yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounded really good at the time uh, anyway, a uh, few go by, and um, I, he was just like uh, a bit controlling as well, you know, like with me, like, oh, yeah. you can't, can't do that. And I was like, yeah, but it's my design. I want it how I want it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's when I started getting like a bit fed up with him and stuff. And um, anyway, I said, um, yeah, we'll go ahead with it. So he designed me this sample of the hoodie, nothing like what I wanted. Very big. So, had you already paid him, Natalia, before you got the sample? Uh, yeah, so I had to pay him six hundred. See, that, that doesn't seem... I'm not an expert in this area, but that doesn't seem right to me. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'm not being funny. I, I've done uh, product design. I've done interior design. I've done it all at uni. I know, you're such a clever little kitten, aren't you? But I also <laughs> fell for it myself because I didn't even, like, think, like... I think when it's someone you know and trust, you kind of just expect that they wouldn't be trying to rip you off. <laughs> yeah, 
exactly that and because obviously he said I needed all these metres of fabric and these PVC sheets and then this is how much it's going to cost obviously the yeah. figures at the time sounded right yeah. uh, anyway a few months go by and um, I had a psychic reading off uh, this lady called Mandy she's absolutely amazing I've been going to her for a couple of years now oh yeah she gets everything right everything like she even oh uh, my boyfriend was going to uh, propose before he did. Like she's been bang on, you oh know. With my God, I know. And then um, she told uh, when I had this psychic reading with her this one time, she said that I've got a faith in my friendship group. And um, I was like, oh really? Like who could that be? And she said it was a male. But obviously at the time I didn't, you know, like think it would be him. Um, so obviously I was just a faith. Shoulder cells, you know, sooner or later. Um, And I really couldn't think who this thief could be. And obviously, I racked my brains and I didn't even think of him at all. I just, he didn't even enter my brain. And then one day, I was in bed with my fella, and it must have been about two o'clock in the morning. And uh, I woke up, uh, get really bad, you know, like insomnia and stuff. Oh, same. And it just clicked to me it's him, it's him. So anyway, I took myself downstairs, got my notepad out, um, and I started working out, do you know, the percentages of... Uh, yeah, going through all the figures and, yeah, working everything yeah, out. and I must have had about 20 sheets all over out. And my partner... At <laughs> two in the morning. Because <laughs> I thought, wow, it's just like, do you know, come to me, it's him, it's him. Yeah. Um, and obviously he'd said, like, in the past, he'd said that people used to call him a thief and um, all this That's and that. Right. And he's changed his life now and yeah, he's like changed, that, yeah. He's changed his life and people are just jealous, so they still say it now. So I thought, so I, I just... I just it just come to me and I just thought, do you know what, it's him. So anyway, I've got all these yeah. sheets of paper out and I've done the figures over and over and over again, different percentages, you know, to make sure that I was correct in what I was going to go back to him today. Yeah. My partner comes down at 4am and I'm sat there, wide-eyed, stressed, uh, and I went, he's robbed me. And he's like, who? <laughs> like, what are you on about? What are you doing? It's like 4 a.m. in the morning. What's all this paper doing on the floor and on? God. And I went, well, because obviously, because I'm not very good, you know, like with um, working things out and stuff. So I had to like keep going over and over it to make sure that every time I went through the percentage, I was getting the right figure every time. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I was minus uh, every time on every figure. So I give him £645. And when I was totaling, obviously, me selling the hoodies, I was minus every time. So then I thought, no way. This isn't right. So how am I making any money? And he doesn't want to make any money off me because he said he didn't want to make any money off me. So anyway, I went back to him and I just said, Look, um, something's not adding up, adding up right here. Um, and he said, What do you mean? And I said, Well, I've done like the figures, um, you know, over and over, and I'm minus every, every time. So I sent him a message and I put, I've worked it out, uh, even if I sell them at £69.99 with 35% off, that I only make £45 per hoodie sell the 10 that's 450 pounds same with the club the glove if that was sold at 29.99 yeah. 
that was 30% taken off, 35% taken off, that was £19.50. And if I sold them all, in total, uh, the uh, the minus, uh, the 684 I paid, I'm making zero profit. So as soon as I said that to him, he just put, he obviously replied and he put, that makes no sense whatsoever. You're working things out wrong. Your hoodie concept and sample has cost you £120. And he just started firing, you know, like more figures at me. Mm, yeah. Uh, so I was like, hmm. Probably like, trying to confuse you. <laughs> yeah, trying to confuse me. And then obviously mm. I messaged, uh, did I message you as well? I can't remember. Yeah, you did. You yeah. did. Oh, no, I messaged you last, weren't it? Uh, you messaged me last because a similar thing had happened to me, if you remember. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'd, so I'd spoke to, obviously, Catherine and Kerry um, first, and they said, um, what do you mean? So I'd explained the situation, sent them the invoice that I'd got off him from the first time I'd like spoke about, um, obviously, creating this jumper. And they went, yeah. oh, my God, you're joking. We got the exact same one. And I went, well, did you pay him for anything? He went, no, we're not as stupid as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I mean, the no, thing well, is, I mean, I was in the same boat as well, sweetheart, because he got in touch with me straight away. He was trying to get me to get these tracksuits with, like, my logo on. I didn't really want any tracksuits. I wasn't asking him for them. I wasn't looking for them. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so I, I sort of... Um, that's the reason I didn't go ahead. I didn't really want them in the first place, you know. But as soon as uh, he started offering it to me, he had an invoice to me within, you know, a few minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Like, how can you how can you write an invoice up that fast? Like, I don't get it. That's what I mean. It's 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 not it's not right, is it? Because you've not even had a proper chance to meet up face to face, discuss your, your needs. No. You know, you, you should have. So you should have been able to tell him. Here's my design. This is exactly what I want. This is the material I would like. This is that. This is that. You know, and then he should have done a, yeah. a mock up, whatever it's called, a sample, a sample. Um, and then once you approve the sample, surely that's when you'd go ahead and exchange sort of money. Yeah, exactly. But obviously, when. Yeah. But even then, the, like you say, the figures didn't even add up. No, I was minus every time. But obviously, when Catherine and um, Kerry said, we're not as stupid as you, that was just in jest. Um, I know. (laughs) They was just like, freaking hell, tell. As if you give him that. And then, obviously, things started to come to light and then we all got together. So how did you feel at that point? Did you feel really, like, panicky? Like, oh, my God. felt sick. I felt sick. Yeah. I put so much time into this person. Uh, I was literally like, I really thought I'd found, you know, a good friend as oh, well, no. like someone to do business with. So I did feel like a bit sick and a bit like, like upset. Like I felt really upset because I thought, why would he do that to me? Like why? And yeah. uh, not only that, it's I really like, hurtful. Yeah, exactly. And I did also lend him money as well for him personally because he. Yeah one day and uh, I lent him money and good friend to him and um, obviously when I got found out that it was just like wow I felt like I'd been kicked in the stomach like what why yeah. would this, like, I don't get it so when I obviously said to him look the numbers the percentages it's not adding up right like what the hell uh, he started getting aggressive with me then uh, on messages and voice notes so I've got all them still to this day um, 
calling me, I'm a thick, are you stupid, uh, you thick bitch, uh, oh yeah, going in on me. Really um, it's really, it's got a real nasty side, hasn't it? When you start yeah. questioning him about anything, yeah, yeah, like real nasty. So then, um, obviously, I was ringing Kerry at the time because I'd not spoke to you about this situation yet because I thought you were still friends, so I didn't want to, you know, like rock stop, the boat, yeah, yeah, like to try and cause trouble. So I was speaking to Kerry about it, and she was like freaking what what so then she flew down to Preston and she went come on we'll ring him so we rang him and we put him on a loudspeaker and he was literally like "Eh, eh, eh," like didn't know what to say he was like um just calling me fake stupid he just kept on saying that I've worked it out wrong like yeah you're stupid like yeah but turning it back round onto you yeah and I know like Right, it's bulbing box, but come on, like, <laughs> I, I was minus every time, like, I've worked that out for myself. And then uh, we've still got that recording as well of him, like, being dead nasty on the phone. And then that was that then. So I thought, friendship done, that's it. Like, that's you done, yeah. I think what he does is, he, he probably didn't expect you to, to have noticed or to, to check, really, you know, and he, and he does prey on people. Um, yeah. You know, and then as soon as you confront him about anything or even question him about anything or ask any questions, then he gets nasty. Yeah, but it's like he, he preys on vulnerable women. Yeah. Um, and obviously people that are obviously highly vulnerable and that he thinks that he can, like, control as well. Yeah. I felt I felt like he was very, like controlling of me as well like and my time and like when he um i'd be like oh i've just got to sort kids out no well we need to talk about this uh, yeah. and we've got do you know like very overpowering yeah and it got to the point where me and my fellow was actually like bickering because he was like you're like literally spending your whole life with this dom but because obviously i'm trying to grow and build my business at the time i thought i was doing the right thing yeah. uh, well, obviously, that was that. Our friendship was done after those voice notes, uh, messages back and forth. And I told him, I want my money back. And he, and he said, uh, well, I don't have it. I said, what do you mean you don't have it? I said, so how are you supposed to be doing all these 20... Well, manufacturing all the rest of them. Exactly. <laughs> he, he just basically come up with excuse after excuse. And I was just like, look... I think I give it like a few days and he'd still not sent it. So then my partner messaged him and he said, you better get that money in her account now um, or she will be letting everybody know what you're about. Um, yeah. He got that message, money went back in my account straight away. And then since then, I have just watched him be a fake guy who's, like basically trying to portray to the whole world that he's a strange man and he's going up in the world and really he's using people and stepping on whoever he can to get where he's at right now and I just think it is so wrong it and is. he's using everyone to get to where he wants to be and it's just really bad it's awful it's absolutely awful um, I just can't believe the extent it's like 
at the beginning when we all started seeing the truth about him um us small group of people you know then yeah. we then we started finding other people were contacting us and then we heard yeah. another story then another story then so and so knew someone who'd been ripped off by him and now i mean on this podcast cast alone i've got quite a lot of people still lined up after after this to tell us about his original um quote unquote business um which was a makeup business and um and all and all that he um, got away with then uh conning people and it Uh, seems to me he's been getting away with it for years yeah he has been getting away with it for years and i don't see why he should be and the stuff that he's doing to get where he is now is just it's just vile it's really vile he's just using everyone and he doesn't care about anyone but himself and yeah really disgusting like he shouldn't even be getting away with it i don't get it it's like i've just got partnership with um another training academy um it's called amy rabe she's from trolley yeah Paul's house and we're actually um, collaborating together and when I first met her I was doing her makeup and she said oh I can't believe you was mates with so and so yeah what do you mean and she went uh she went oh you're not mates now and I went no and she went oh she went oh, well I thought that she went I've seen you like um on pictures on his Facebook or vice versa and she went, and I thought, what, what are you doing with him? Because apparently he'd also conned five of her clients as well. Oh, so my God. Well, I'll be I'll be interested to speak to them as well and invite them onto the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely get that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just disgusting. It's vile. It really is. And, and also, um, Natalia, before you actually did stop speaking to him, I remember him... Or was I'm not sure when it was, but didn't he speak to you and tell you about um, some like money that he was going to be getting from a cha- charity, a cancer charity? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I forgot about that actually. Yeah. Um, basically, told me that he needed ten thousand pounds to do uh, to bring his clothes onto London um, Fashion Week. Yeah. Uh, he basically said he needed £10,000 to showcase his designs, but he didn't have it. And I was like, all right, so how are you going to do that then? And he went, oh, well, I've got a friend that has um, a cancer charity. She's going to lend it me. And I went, yeah. oh, all right, because at the time I didn't think that that was a bad thing. I didn't know, do you know what I mean? I just thought, all right, she's just like lending him money to help him or whatever. You probably didn't realise that he meant she's going to actually use the money that's been raised in the name of cancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it just sounds like a friend was going to lend it to him out of her own pocket. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's what I thought. But then, obviously, the more I talked to him about it and the more he talked about it, he told me that the, it was the funds from the cancer charity that was going to fund him on the London Fashion Week. And then, wow. long this September oh him and the cancer charity are on stage (laughs) yeah it's really bad isn't it disgusting absolutely well report reports have been made by um, a lot of people to the um the commission is it called the commission the cancer charity oh the charity commission 
Or have they actually now? Yeah, there's a lot of reports that have gone over. So whether they take it seriously or not, I don't know. But I don't know whether this person's particularly clever at writing things off under different, you know, disguises (laughs) about where the money's gone to. He can't be that clever if I can bloody work them percentages out and see them. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be that clever, can he? I know. Oh, well... Um, it's so so good to talk to you and it's just unravelling every single episode really Um, the more people we speak to it's all coming from a different perspective but we're hearing the same stories again and again it's like did you hear about the lady from America that he um, tried to scam out I think it was £28,000 yeah so he messaged in the group um that he'd asked for was it 24 24 000 weren't it it was 20 something i forget now to be honest yeah well i directly messaged her i think it was me and kerry before we went into that and she confirmed that he said um he'd showcased i think it was 15 of a hat so i'm not sure yeah, um, that sounds right but she had to pay £24,000. But his teeth was costing £24,000. So, hmm. That's right, yeah. Oh, at the, simultaneously, at the same time, he was complaining how he, he didn't know what he was going to do because his natural teeth needed taking out, apparently. And he, yeah. he was being forced to choose Hollywood veneers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he wasn't sure how he was going to be able to fund it. And then I think he'd actually posted how much it was going to be costing at one point. Um, and then next thing he was messaging this designer, this lovely, lovely lady in America, um, yeah. who we're now, we're now friends with, aren't we? Um, yeah. And asking her to send that money over and saying, and she was saying, you know, well, it sounds amazing, but I'll have to obviously, I'll have to check about flights, hotels, you know, yeah. and, and, and price it all up and see if it's going to be something that I'll be able to do. And he was hurrying along. No, 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 you need to send it now. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, where shall I send the money to? Is it is it London Fashion Week? Is it, oh, no, just my personal account, he said. Yeah, and that's what he said to me. <laughs> as well. It's like when he said about the designers you know that was going to do my jumper he said that he had to pay them but then he said he was designing the jumper and then obviously all this started like afterwards and i thought well why am i sending it to his account like it, it just none of it made sense none of it yeah well he, t- he tells everyone that it's a limited business and he also um invents imaginary people that work for him um but the truth is it, it, no one works for him it's just him um, yeah. he doesn't have seamstresses he doesn't have a lab he doesn't have factories you know he um he, he lives he lives in cloud cuckoo land doesn't he yeah he just has a room um in his mum's house where he yeah. does where he does all the designing but yeah it's and he just tells lie after lie after lie lies like lies through his teeth like literally yeah. he's yeah like there's that much stuff i can't really remember you know because i'm on the spot now yeah no more things will come to me um but that but oh that's what it was as well when we was at london fashion week when uh he was um basically making out that jimmy chew had offered him a job and oh i spoke about this yeah do you remember that yeah and then i actually come downstairs into the foyer in the morning and he was sat um, on his phone crying. And I was like, what's up with yous? And he was just like, oh my God, I've just been offered a job off Jimmy Choo. And I was just like, 
well that's amazing but being a friend I, I was just honest with him at the time and I just said basically um, I don't think you should do that um, because obviously you're, you'd then be going under his brand and you're trying to build yeah. yeah so I just tried to give him a bit healthy advice and it was all lies <laughs> it, it was, was just all- completely fabricated wasn't it anyway I, I did I, I did tend to believe him but at the same time in the back of my mind I was thinking who who offers someone a contract during a boozy Saturday night um, when they first meet them like for the first time I just thought that is so weird and not only that I'm sure he said that he was um, doing something for that James Bond film that was- <laughs> Oh yeah, he got a phone call at one in the morning um, and it was someone to offer him um, a contract to design the new James Bond girl um, dress for the film. Yeah. And he's going to be getting £50,000. Yeah, and another one as well. Um, uh, Anita Dobson's husband, he said that he was going to dress him to when he went and... Oh yeah, to when he was getting knighted. Yeah, when he was getting knighted and then uh, a few days a few weeks after it was um, a few weeks after wasn't it we saw that he'd been knighted and we were like yeah oh, he's not and been then, dressed by him yeah and that's what I said to him I said, and he was oh. like oh I was too busy yeah that's what he said, he said <laughs> I was like yeah alright <laughs> I think he I think he's uh, I think he needs psychological help I think he's got an issue with um, compulsive lying very narcissistic yeah yeah i think so yeah uh, and that's that, isn't it it's disgusting and i just yeah. think and just do you know what though honestly and i say this to carrie and i say this to Catherine all the time even though all this stuff has gone on i'm so glad that we met and i'm so glad we went to that icon that night you know and yeah. we really met each other and so something really good amazing to come out of it because we're all such good friends um yeah. and we all saw at least we all saw at the same time what was going on and we all got out at the same time um yeah. so yeah i'm just thankful i met you and i'm thankful i met them as well yeah of course like i do believe everything happens for a reason absolutely um, um, good or bad it's either a blessing or a lesson and he taught me a lesson and that was basically not to get too close to anyone again to regarding business anyway <laughs> yeah yeah um, oh, not- well, do you know i don't ever feel stupid about it because honestly i at first i was the same he gaslit me like he did the same to me actually i i he, i agreed to be a makeup artist i was working as a makeup artist at the time um and i agreed to be a makeup artist for him he definitely said to me that i'd be getting paid then afterwards when i dared to ask him about my payment he was like oh no no i never said you were getting paid he totally <laughs> gaslit me i was like all oh, right and you know when you start questioning yourself like oh maybe did oh maybe have i understood understood that and I, I sort of let it go and I, I actually thought well, must have I must have made a mistake but then it happened again a second time and I thought no <laughs> it's him so bad that he like who even in the right mind does that to people like I don't get it no 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 I don't understand one can be as evil uh, manipulative and as cunning as him. I know, and he's working with other brands at the moment. And I'm just, I just think, well, 
I know, you know, it might it might go on for a little while longer yet, but at some point there'll come a time when they think, hang on a minute, he's just taking whatever he can get from us for free and, um, you know, using us and, and probably trying to scam money out of them somehow as well. Everyone realises after a while what's going on. Um, and then he says that they are just jealous, the haters. Yeah, I even found myself um commenting on um something i can't remember what it was now i think it was like the evening post or something and someone was writing stuff about him and i think i even inboxed them or comments no i inboxed the lady and i said why are you writing stuff about him like it's nasty that like what are you doing i did i remember i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah i saw it and he was really upset oh i can't believe these hate these trolls these trolls are writing horrible things under my article in the paper and i thought oh how mean is that so i um i also stood up for him at the time i now have that person coming on as a guest on the podcast um, really? Obviously now I, I get what they were saying was completely true. Yeah, that's what she yeah. said. So, telling obviously me in a message what had gone on. And then obviously after all of that what went on with us, uh, I felt stupid and I felt like, wow, why did I even get involved? Why was I even like sticking? Because, because he has this ability to make you feel sorry for him he's forever the victim isn't he yeah well that's sort of gaslight and narcissism exactly that's right yeah and so you're not the only one um there's there's a whole series of podcasts worth of people who have been taken in by this person so you know you're 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 an amazing businesswoman natalia and um i wish you every success in the future and i'm so glad that i get to be your friend oh no and i can't wait to go are we still going in there (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. All right, my darling. Well, I'll say thank you so much for coming on. We finally tied down a date and time. Yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Take good care, honey. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right.